peace 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 and abundance y'all welcome back to another episode of this goddess glows podcast i am your host zakia chase this goddess glows is a platform dedicated to inspiring and empowering afro-indigenous women to heal glow and tap into the goddess within ashe in this episode i give myself permission to speak easily and freely on the topics of the three stages or the three expressions of each zodiac sign as y'all remember, in the last episode, we went through Pisces, we went through Aries, we went through Taurus, and we went through Gem- Gemini, okay? Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. So we started with Pisces because, as y'all know, I'm a Pisces sun. And the whole premise of that uh, first episode was me talking about which stage I was in. So I had to talk about me and then fill y'all in on y'all, Okay put myself first okay period (laughs) so we stopped at gemini and then the next um zodiac sign is cancer so there are three stages of cancer there is the crab the hydra and the peacock the crab this is a symbol everyone knows a creature of the sea symbolizing the watery nature of the cancer zodiac due to their rich emotions they do not always move in a logical way just like the crab doesn't move in a straight line hence as the sea is never the same cancer's heart changes according to their stimuli around them however there are times when the crab's strong exterior Devotion and loyalty is crashed by cruelty and betrayal. And this is when they become the Hydra. So they just out here moving around, just figuring life out. If y'all paid attention in the last episode, each beginning stage, the first stage for every Zodiac is like this. It's the youngest version of you. It's the least evolved version of you. Where you just out here, I'm just happy to be outside. And then you have an experience, right? If we go back to Gemini, Gemini had a loss. They experienced some sort of loss and they, at a young age. And then they started like realizing, all right, it's time to get serious. We have a running joke in the family where I say, um, let me get up and get serious. Me and my daughter was playing. Uh, I just had to tap that in because I, uh, I, that's just hilarious. We say it all the time. But... <laughs> Oh, if you know, you know, let me sit up and get serious. All right, let me sit up and get serious. Let me stop playing with y'all. Um, so yeah, the cancer goes from the crab to the hydra after, you know, they experience cruelty and betrayal, right? They out here just moving again. Um, each zodiac, uh, I'm not, I'm saying again, because this is a sequel to part, part one, right? But if you don't already know, each zodiac is associated with an element, right? And there are elements in nature, four elements in nature. There's earth, air, fire, water, right? Um, cancer is a water sign. So they're moved by their emotions. They're just in a flow state, just flowing from one emotion to another, which is very similar to the fish, the Pisces, right? The first expression for Pisces is the fish where they're just in this turbulent sea right they just flowing from one thing to another and the crab here is watery like it says this is symbolizing the watery nature of this zodiac it's just moving their rich emotions um they do not always move in a logical way so they just move based off of their emotions right and then they experience cruelty and betrayal and they go into hydra right As you might recall, the hydras are creatures of the sea, symbolizing seas and cancer's blind rage. When you cut the head of a hydra, two more sprout out. Unfortunately, this shows that when they feel broken, they can do terrible things. Trying to stop them is like trying to stop a huge wave of ocean of the ocean. It's pointless. This is a very common stage of cancer. They change once they realize that as the sea is vast, so are the people. Some are mean and hurtful and some are true and loyal. 
And this is when their faith is restored and they become the peacock. Peacock, this is the sacred symbol of the great mother Hera, queen of the gods. At this stage, everyone adores them. Although they don't intentionally show off, their actions speak for themselves. They are grace and blessings impersonated. So... If you have some prior knowledge about the zodiacs, cancer is the mother sign. Cancer is the nurturer, right? Cancer governs the home. So it makes perfect sense that their their most evolved stage would be the peacock, the mother symbol. And that's beautiful. All right, I'll talk, talk about that a little bit more in another episode. But I've always been drawn to, I don't have a lot of cancer placements, so this is not like... This doesn't really connect to cancer, but it connects more to the peacock and the expression of the peacock. Peacock, like they, at my old job, they literally called me the girl with the peacock, the peacock feathers. Like I had peacock feathers everywhere. I've always been drawn to like peacock feathers. And I've always been told that I had such a nurturing, mothering energy. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking I'm going to do like some research later. Yeah. Because I keep asking the question of like what I'm supposed to be here. And so many people say I feel like home to them, you know. So, yeah, I keep asking myself what I'm supposed to be doing here. That's that's that was a, like a, a little interlude because that just made me think about something. But, yeah, I'll talk about that on another episode, y'all. That's why I love speaking easily and freely because we can get multiple episodes out of one thought. That's beautiful. <laughs> so we talked about cancer. Cancer is a water sign. They move with their emotions. If you hurt them, you experience their wrath. If they're more evolved and they're in the peacock phase, they're going to move with so much grace. They're going to realize that the reason why you're acting like that is because you're at war with yourself. I don't got to go to war with you. You don't even, I ain't even wasting my energy. You got me fucked all the way up, okay? But notice there is a theme of retreat. Every expression, every zodiac has a retreat phase. You got you got your young boy phase where you just out here, yeah, we mobbing, we out here in these streets, we doing our thug fizzle. And then you like have something something happen that makes you grow up, you know, make you realize that life is more serious than you think. And then you go to the more mature stage. That's just that's just what the three phases are. So let's move into Leo. Leo is a fire sign. Keep that in mind. You're going to hear elements of passion, anger, whatever, because that's what fire does. It can either keep you warm. It can it can be used in a way that is um, life producing or life sustaining or life destroying. Right. So, yeah. Leo, the lion, is the first stage. At first, a typical Leo is born to feel like being the king of the jungle as if their world belongs to them inherited by the divine forces leo is strong faithful and passionate however at some point in their lives their authority is questioned and this is when things turn wrong rage fills their heart when they sense that someone can outthrow them this is when they become the warrior. I'm kicking ass. I'm going to fuck somebody up. Who's trying to take my spot? The throne is not for the taken. No. At this point, all their energy is focused to prove themselves worthy. But worthy of what? What are they fighting for? For many, re- for, oh, for many years of their lives, they are noble fighters in a war they did not choose. They're locked. They are lost in elusive goals and spend their energy for silly tasks and quarrels. In truth, they fear time. Time is a threat to them because their beauty and splendor might fade. They become prideful and vain, but when they realize that the power comes from their bright spirit, they become the king. So if you tuned into the first episode where we talked about Aries, there is another element here. I mean, there is another, um, there is a, another pattern here is what I'm trying to say. It's another word that I'm looking for, but okay. 
which is another parent pattern here, right? That we see with fire signs. They start off a rebel with no cause. They just out here like trying to defend and protect and just they on the defense. We all have that, but we see it so passionately and so like ragefully with fire signs, right? And then so the the lion, you know, they feel like they're on top of the world. They get tested. They go into the warrior stage and they just fighting for the sake of fighting at this point. Then they like, all right, look, my, my, my true divinity, my true power is within, right? I'm a beautiful, bright spirit. So I am, what am I really fighting for? So then they become the king. At this point, they know that being a lion is being a king in a jungle, but they are so much more. This is when they realize their royal self, an ageless spirit, a never-ending reign of light. At this point, they are full of love and understanding. Okay? Big-hearted lion. If you think every single zodiac, let's just let's just talk about this for a second. There is like associated with some story that we already know. We talked about Aries and the Aries has the ram, the shepherd and the rising sun or the reborn sun. That is Jesus is giving Jesus. OK, you got this Lion King story with Leo. <laughs> and when you get to uh, 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 the Wizard of Oz, right, wasn't it the, the heartless lion or how? What, what, what was it? Come on now. They just take ancient practices and they turn it into uh uh stories when you when we talk about the Lion King and and um what's the other thing? What did I say? The Lion King and something else. The Lion King and the Wizard of Oz. That's the story of Leo, bro. It's out here, it's in your face. You just didn't know. You just didn't know. It's in your face. Sorry. All right, next is Virgo. Stages of Virgo, the maiden, the dark maiden, and the queen. Every, let's go, the second stage is the darkest stage. The second stage is the wildest stage. The second stage, you're going for blood. The second stage, you either going to implode or explode. You're either going within, which we've seen with Pisces, and I think it was Aries, right? I know, because they're a shepherd. Yep, no, they went in. They they, they went into hermit mode. you either going within, you either going to implode or explode. Depending on the expression of your zodiac, right? All right now. All right now. Let's pay attention. Pay attention. Class is in session. <laughs> so Virgo, the first stage, the first expression of Virgo is the maiden. During their very first step in life, Virgo is the young Perse- Persephone. Okay. A young maiden goddess. Playing and experiencing her potential. Innocent, brilliant, and graceful. The maiden seeks the truth while discovering herself on this realm. However, at some point of their lives, as Persephone was kidnapped, Virgo is forced to travel to the underworld. Yeah, it's about to get dark, okay? It's about to get real dark. The dark maiden, at this point, Virgo is scared and sad although it might not show they hide a huge sorrow in their hearts but what is this all about most of the times their sadness is rationalized by their need to put their minds in order at this time of their lives they are lost in the darkness of their underworld many virgos pass a long time suffering from depression however If they manage to forgive and accept the world as it is, just like Persephone, I think that's who we're talking about. I wonder whose story is that? She marries the god of the underworld, Hades, and she becomes the queen. Okay. Um, So I think this is Greek mythology that they're talking about when they talk about Persephone. But I'm going to just do a little quick search just to be, because I heard that name before. I'm almost positive it's Greek mythology, but I could be wrong. Yeah, all right, Persephone. It's five, five, five on a time. Is a goddess, daughter of Zeus, wife of Hades. 
from those. Okay, where's she from though? Is a vegetation goddess, which makes sense. Virgo is an earth sign. Come on, y'all. They, it's just out here. There's so many synchronicities. Stop playing. Stop playing. What the? F- Stop playing. Okay, I'm assuming it's Greek, but I, yes, in Greek religion or Greek mythology. Yes, yes. I knew the story. Heard the story. Okay. Persephone gets kidnapped. Okay. And then she becomes the queen of the underworld. Let's go back. She's the queen now. So she was in a deep state of suffering and depression. And she started seeing life for what it was. Like it's not all cupcakes and rainbows. Everything is not always going to go your way. That's what the second stage for every zodiac is. It's it's not going to go your way. Right? It's not always going to go your way. What are you going to do about it? So what? Not so what. That's me. But yeah, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to evolve or are you going to stay here? Or are you going to stop at this stage? Right? So the Virgo moves from the dark maiden, being in a dark, deep depression, sadness, suffering. They accept things for what they are and they move on to the queen stage. And this is a stage where... Virgo is capable of anything. They accept the truth of the world, that there is both light and darkness, and they rule on both because of their crystal spirit. Hence, they are whole. Okay? Period. Libra. We're coming out of Libra season. We're in Virgo season officially. Am I right? Or am I right? I think I'm right. We're about to see. Um... I'm going to do the stages first and then I'm going to uh, see what season we in. Because I'm recording this in, on November, early November. Um, Yeah, doesn't matter whether it's Virgo or Libra season. But anyway, <laughs> I mean not Virgo, Libra or Scorpio season. Libra, so Libra, scale, blindfold, or sword. Those are the three stages. Okay, the scales, the first step of Libra is being the scales of Themis, goddess of justice. I think I pronounced that right, but okay. Always trying to see all options, hear all opinions, and take all possible advices. This is why they seem dependent on others and indecisive. What others see as lack of guts is actually a very powerful procedure. When they try to scale all options and be fair and just. However, as they cannot easily proceed in their lives this way, they become blindfold. So let me just, I want to say a few things so far. Um, Libra, air sign. You think of air, you think of the mind, right? You think of, yeah, you think of the mind. Like they're they're often in their heads, right? indecisiveness I've seen this expressed in multiple Libras this is not so people can say oh you know it's astrology whatever chalk it up then why did why why just just tell me why I just want to know like this that doesn't like that doesn't at least make you want to learn more like oh I'll see stuff like that and be like how the fuck do y'all know I'm I'm very inquisitive i'm i'm gonna do some investigation i will figure some shit out i'm i want to know where y'all get this from how y'all know this how do you know i'm a libra uh rising oh wait pisces sun no i'm an air uh, aquarius rising i'm a libra moon y'all mm. okay so this resonates with me as well but when you know you when you when you know your chart is like Okay, so if these are the three expressions of Libra and I'm a Libra moon, this is probably the stages that I could be in my emotional, my, the emotional aspect, how I express myself behind closed doors. Um, so, yeah. All right. Anyway, so you go from the scales where you're just trying to like weigh all the options. You're trying to be fair and just, but you just you can't always be there. Like, you know, you're trying to do your best and that lends itself to people pleasing. And y'all know, y'all know 
a lot of Libras that are people pleasers, right? They try to make sure everybody happy, everybody okay, trying to keep the peace. I won't say my niece is a people pleaser, but she's a Libra and she does some cute things like without being prompted, like without being asked to do it. She came up the other day with waters for everybody. She's passing out waters. This is for you. This is for you. I was like, oh, I didn't ask for no one, but thank you. She just like loves playing games. And she has like a rageful side too. And if you know anything about like the the polar signs for each uh, zodiac, the polar sign for meaning the opposite sign, the opposing sign for um, Libra is Aries. And that's the, the rageful side. That's the angry side or whatever. Uh, we, we can talk about that on another episode with y'all. But yeah, um, you can't live in that state where you just try to make sure everybody's okay. Everybody's like, it's just not realistic. So then you move on to the blindfold stage. So enraged and disappointed, they no longer wish to be just because their energy is depleted. Hence, they make unnatural choices. This makes them feel bad for themselves. Hence, the blindfold of Themis. Virtue is no longer their guide. Once they understand that everyone makes mistakes, but it's important to follow their instinct and heart, regardless, they become the sword of Themis. This is the personification of right decisions and power. At this point, nothing can stop them and their spirit is aligned with their will. When they think of what they think of becomes reality. Right. We talk about the mind. We talk about the element of air, what they think becomes a reality. So they have to tend to their minds and not be so caught up in their intrusive thoughts. (laughs) But, yeah, that is it for Libra Scorpio. Okay. Uh, Scorpio stages of Scorpio, the scorpion, the eagle and the phoenix. How? Then why come to me? Hold on one second, y'all. One second, one second, one second. That's crazy. Okay, whatever. Scorpio, Scorpio, Scorpio. So Scorpio, the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix. The first step of the Scorpio's life is where they're scorpion. They're born survivors. They integrate their instincts and passion in a fervent way. Let's look that up. What the fuck does that mean? Fuck is fervent. I'm just be throwing words out there. How are we supposed to? Yeah. How are we supposed to apply meaning to that if we don't know what that means? <laughs> fervent means fervid. Fervid. Yes. Intensely, enthusiastically, or passionate. So they move through life with intense enthusiasm and passion. Makes sense. What do we talk about with water signs? This intense. Hold on. Let's go back to where we were. Emotion. They're moved by their emotions. Um, so they move with this intense passion and enthusiasm throughout their life to achieve what they want right and they integrate their instincts and their passions this is at the scorpion phase they're seeking success and satisfaction and they often succeed but sometimes they don't when this happens they descend into darkness as scorpions hide under stones at this point some of them might stay forever Others, they realize their pointless pursuits and they become. So again, there's a theme. Everyone comes into life full of like enthusiasm and excitement and just happy to be here. And then something happens. Something doesn't go their way. And then they go into the second stage, regardless of your zodiac regardless of the expression that is just a theme of fucking life you think it's about to be perfect you think you're just happy to be here imagine being like remember i'm not even imagine because we all were children at some point remember being a kid and you found fun and joy in everything right and i i, I always say like we we supposed to maintain a childlike mentality but 
we're supposed to maintain at this is my my evolved perspective now we're supposed to have a have elements of a child life like childlike mentality like but we can't be childlike forever because when you're a child like you just you have no responsibilities you're not really you just enjoying life you're not really taking anything seriously so that's like when you like fully tapped into the feminine you just in the flow you know that you're gonna be provided for if you're in the you know a healthy healthy upbringing like if you're being provided for by the people that you know you love or whatever um you just fully in a feminine you just relax like you just in a receptive mode you just like exploring life you just the the masculine doesn't really matter to you like the the like real principles until your parents start like in, like putting rules and and regulations and boundaries and expectations on your life you're like whoa whoa wait bro not too fucking much whoa i'm out here just living life what are you doing what are you doing so it's like you're living boundlessly when you're a kid and then the boundaries come and it's like that second stage is when the boundaries come because you start realizing like you can't just be out here all willy-nilly just doing your thing like your heart is too pure for that you know there are people and places and things that don't deserve access to your energy you have to use discernment you have to like you can't just be out here wilding okay so it's necessary i always say oh i want to get back to being more child like no the fuck i don't i'm so grateful for where i am on my journey because i've learned so much these boundaries are necessary they keep me safe so yeah the first expression of scorpio is the scorpion of course where they just like they moving about they just you know passionate they just very intense and then something happens that doesn't you know they don't feel too happy about some of them retreat it says you know like going under a rock and like hiding under a rock but on the defense like yeah i'm a i'm a sting the first motherfucker to try some shit because y'all got me fucked up or they go into the second stage wait 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 they hold on yeah the second stage let me see all right, so when this happens, they go into the ego stage, right? They start seeing life from different perspectives. It's not you on the ground, right, at first, and now you're an ego. Like, when this happens, scorpions realize that they no longer need to hide, but they need to see the bigger picture and seek different types of success and satisfaction. So they, so they're saying with Scorpio, the first experience that they have is with failure, and they realize that they're not always going to be on top. They're not always going to win. They're so used to success, but, you know, they're they not always going to be on top. And that's okay. Um, but they need to see uh, success from, like, that there are different types of success and different types of satisfaction. Hence, at this point of their lives, they realize that they can seek both satisfaction and success elsewhere in life. As eagles, they fly higher and higher. Do you know who flies as high as an eagle does? No one. This is when they realize how lonely they become. Failure is part of being human and neglecting their human nature is not a wise choice. Hence, they become the phoenix. So they are the scorpion. They crawling around. They just like, oh, yeah, I'm out here. And then something happens where, you know, their dreams or wishes aren't fulfilled. They get down. They retreat. They come back out if they so choose. They come back out and they decide, no, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my life into my own hands. I'm gonna just do what I need to do to, you know, stay on top. And now they're ego and they're just soaring high, but they're lonely. It's lonely at the top. So they're by themselves and they start realizing, hey, it's like not yeah, I'm I don't have to worry about like failure as much anymore, but it would be nice to like have people around me. So at this point, they move to the phoenix phase. At this point of their lives, their spirit shines like never before, accepting and letting go of hurtful memories. They realize their true potential. The phoenix is eternal and made of the material the gods are created from. Hence, they realize how powerful they are. Nothing can stop them now. So I want a little bit more. Um, this this stage is like not really, it's not given. Like the first stage is just like powerful about like what you experience. And then the last one is just like, oh, I can't be stopped. Okay, yeah, but why? Like, you know, Phoenix is the symbol of like resurrection. And, you know, like they ain't really talk too much about like what the Phoenix means. So I'm going to do that. How about that? That's what we're going to do. How about that? The Phoenix is the magical bird of 
fire, okay? Let's talk about Phoenix. The magical powers of the bird of fire, okay? So, uh, there's one legend which is almost common to any significant culture. We know a great legend so inspiring that made this symbol one of the most famous ones in human history and even a widely identifiable logo for several companies (coughs) excuse me nowadays it's the phoenix so egyptian civilization the greek civilization the chinese the japanese the indian the aztecs the persian the syrian even the jewish one respected this creature very much okay one moment the soul of Ra. we talked about egyptian oh all right what's the symbol let's just all right most scholars believe that very first civilization who stated about the phoenix is the egyptians where he is referred as the benu the benu bird a heron like bird the soul of Ra. the moment where all creation starts is when the benu bird stood on the pyramid of prim okay okay yeah i just want to know the symbolism all right wait y'all do it yourself fuck (laughs) Cause I'm a little annoyed now. That that was just mid. That that little explanation of the Phoenix stage was just mid. It was just not good. Let's move on to Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, 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 Sagittarius. Three stages or three expressions: the Archer, the Arrow, and the Centaur. So, the archer, the first step in their lives for Sag is they feel like the sky is the limit. Sons and daughters of Jupiter, if you know already or you don't know, different zodiacs are ruled by different planets. Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's good fortune. They sense that a divine hand is guiding them. As archers, they aim and keep on aiming again and again. They are optimistic. However, when eventually failure comes, they sometimes lose their sense of balance. They can become hurtful, as hurtful as an arrow. And that's their next stage, the arrow stage. We'll talk about the air stage in a second, but again, there is a theme here. You come into life, you have a zest for life. If you know anything about the zodiac, the fool card, you just willing to try anything. You you look at the fool card. There's this guy holding a stick. Remember the remember the the, the things when we were kids, where or the movies and stuff, or the cartoons where somebody's running away, but they got a stick with a bag on it. That's the fool with like very little possessions. They just like trust God. Like they trust that they're protected. They're trusted. They're divinely guided, but they're not tapped into the physical aspects of this like universe. Like they just feel like everything is spiritual because they know who they're connected to. Like, man, I'm connected to the force, uh, the source, force and source. Um, if God be with me, who can be against me? You know, that mentality, but you're not maneuvering within the confines of this physical reality. So you are setting yourself up for failure until you have this experience that snaps you back into reality or makes you realize what reality is, right? Makes you realize, yeah, you can create your own reality, but you have to move, move, calculate in a calculated manner. Like you got to move swiftly. You got to move like, you know, so yeah, this is a theme. We all start off with the zest for life. We all start off like thinking that we can conquer everything because we know they say children are more uh, spiritual and still tap, tapped in because the veil between the spiritual and the physical realm is not is like not as what's the word? What am I saying? It's like they can they can tap into the spiritual world more easily than we can because they're closer. They they are souls that just incarnated, right? 
we come into this life with this zest for life, like just feeling like we can conquer anything. No, because we're so connected. We know like, yeah, I'm above all this bullshit. I know once this body dies, I'm still going to live on. Right. I'm not tripping. I'm cool. Like, but while you're in this body, you got to respect the, 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 the rules and regulations of this game while you're playing this game. You can't, that's like playing, um, I don't fucking know, Grand Theft Auto or some shit. I don't know why I thought of Mario and Grand Theft Auto or one of those fucking games. And you just, I don't know, you're not, you're just trying to go to the edge of the game. We all did that. We used to find, try to find different edges of the game and just run into the wall like over and over and over. Like, no, bro, there are limits. There are confines. There are rules and regulations. So, yeah, we all have this, like, experience that makes us realize, like, all right, get your shit together. It either takes you out because some people don't make it to get to the next stages, but, or, you know, you, you maneuver, you, you adjust. So the next stage for the Sag is the arrow, right? Although they still aim, they have focused so much to their goal, they neglect to see the bigger picture. What they need to understand is that succeeding is not always winning. Hence, that once they thought they can conquer, now can be useless. So let me read that again. What they need to understand is that succeeding is not always winning. Okay. Hence, what once they thought they can conquer, now can be useless. This is when they need to expand their awareness and review their goals. Another introspective period. As they thirst for freedom, they realize that they have imprisoned themselves. If they bravely see the truth, they become the senator. This legendary legendary creature is the personification of freedom, will, wisdom, and human strength. Hence, at this point, a Sagittarius becomes a truly wise and successful person, a teacher for all of us, transcending the human capabilities. The senator conquers his or her goals with ease and style. Okay, we almost done, y'all. We almost done because we got Sag, we got Capricorn, we got Aquarius. We did Pisces in the first episode. I'm not doing it again, okay? Um, but yeah, Sagittarius, the archer. The sky is the limit. I'm just, you know, I'm out here doing my thing and then something happens. Failure comes. Now they focus so much on goals. Like they're so particular. They're so narrow arrow narrow they just so focused that they forget the bigger picture and then they get to the senator and they have freedom will and wisdom and human strength and they conquer their goals with ease and style capricorn okay the three expressions the three stages of capricorn are the goat the cave and the horn of plenty. Here we go. Excitement, then failure. This, this the theme. Just hear it. Just goat is the first expression or the first stage of Capricorn. The first and most known symbol is the goat for Capricorn, a earthly creature which might not be as magnificent as the lion, yet people depend on them for many, many reasons. This is exactly like a typical Capricorn. People depend on them. How many of y'all know a motherfucking Capricorn that everybody go to for everything? Most likely for financial things, right? Most like I have a a, a friend who we literally refer to as the plug. Everybody go go to that friend for, oh, you, you know somebody to do this, you know somebody to do that, resources, whatever. They're very resourceful. Come on now. People depend on them and they are trustworthy and hard workers. However, as they grow up, they feel that people might use and abuse them. This is when they turn to their cave. So the second expression, more introspection, more leave me the fuck alone. Okay? I got to figure some shit out. Again, the scene. You coming out here. You just doing your thing. You're not using your discernment. 
you're not respecting boundaries. You're not creating boundaries for yourself. You don't see the beauty and importance and the physical aspect of this universe. You're just tapped into the non-physical, right? Abundance. Oh, I'm plentiful. I am bountiful. I am connected to the source. Again, if God be with me, who be against me? You looking at everything from a spiritual, more spiritual standpoint. You new in the game. You're new here, right? Or you're expressing yourself in this newness. Like, I'm just out here. I just want, because we go through these stages all throughout our lives. Not just when we babies, right? The idea is that we're supposed to evolve through each stage and then end our lives. Spend the better half of our lives in the final stage, the most evolved stage. But, um, yeah. You can you can navigate. I mean, you can you can bounce back from, you know, one stage or another. But there is a theme here. Yes, you are attached to the source. Absolutely. But you have to operate within the confines of this physical universe. Otherwise, you're going to live a crappy ass life. Right. This is the theme. So, yeah, you go from the goat where you just giving, 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 giving from then you go into a state of depletion. Where's your boundaries? Okay, it's say no, not right now. Respect yourself, honor yourself, take care of yourself first. If you're a giver, give give to yourself first. Give to yourself first. And then only give what you can afterwards. And I'm speaking to myself and whoever else needs to hear this. Okay? So yeah, Capricorn placements and Scorpio placements. So those stories resonated with me as well. I also wanted to talk about this because... The, the three stages and the three expressions because a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, I know it's such and such and they not like that. Yeah, there's a lot more going on in the, the chart. And if you tap into different stages and different expressions, they could be in a different stage or different expression. But still, they're still going to be. All right. I because I, I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody. So we have the cave part. All right. At this point of their life. They try to isolate themselves from toxic people and relationships. However, they cut off not only baneful relationships, but also healthy ones. I've seen this play out in friendships and relationships with Capricorns. And it kind of sucks because I love me a Capricorn. I really do. They say, I'm going I'm to I'm go into compatibility in the next, next episode. That's, that's what we're going to do next. And we're going to call in my divine counterpart. My husband's on his way, okay? That's going to be the next episode. We're going to talk about compatibility with Zodiacs. Um, so, yeah. When you go into this cave state, it's like, fuck everybody. Again, Pisces has a stage like this as well. We go into the darkness. where So, I'm no better than anyone else. It's just, how are you expressing this, right? I talked about when we talked about the darkness and the Pisces stage. Like, yo, I'm so overwhelmed, y'all. I just need some time to myself. Right. And self-reflecting on the fact that you kind of brought this into your experience because you have to set boundaries. It's not on the, the horrible people you keep giving. They're going to keep taking. So you have to set the boundaries. You have to decide the quality of your life. They can't do that for you. They're doing what's best for them. And what's best for them is taken from you because you keep giving. So I don't know who needed to hear that. But yeah. So, yeah. Um, so as this is the next part. So as Amalfia, the goat nymph who nurtured Zeus in a cave, Capricorns usually seek this isolation as they feel endangered. On their way to the top, they lose touch with people whom once they loved. Thankfully, some of them realize that and they become the horn of plenty. The symbol of Amalfia is the cornucopia, the horn of plenty. At this point of their lives, Capricorn realized that true riches come from abundance as a state of mind. Hence, they become truly rich in all possible ways, enjoying both material and spiritual goods. Earth signs, earth signs, earth signs, earth signs. Let me just talk about your earth signs. So we talked about Taurus. We talked about Virgo. And we talked about Capricorn. Those are the three earth signs, right? 
Taurus. We talked about how Taurus, and when we when we talked about Taurus in this first episode, that was the first episode. We talked about how Taurus struggled with the 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 metaphysical, the things that go beyond the physical, the the, the spiritual. They didn't see any real use for it. And then as they got deeper into the other stages, they started realizing there's a need and necessity for both the physical and the spiritual. Same thing with Virgo. Virgo's story was a little different. They were kidnapped. They were in a deep depression. Not saying that all Virgos are going to get kidnapped, but that's the mythology. That's the story. Is that, you know, something takes them away from who they truly are. It's not, so it's not kidnapped in the literal sense. Um, it's an allegory. They take them from who they truly are. They get down in the dumps. They feel dark. They feel, then they started realizing the importance of boundaries, right? I am this spiritual being. I know I'm connected to the source. But, uh, yeah, I got to tap into. So it's like these oh my god it's just so beautiful it's like mm, i always say like numbers are the language of the universe but i feel like mm, this is just uh i don't know it's like poetry to me but yeah so the horn of plenty for uh capricorn is realizing that you need material and immaterial goods to feel good in this life what is the point of having so much but lacking love when you look around and you see people and you like damn i don't really fuck with these people like that like uh, do i really trust these motherfuckers would they give me they, the shirt off their back like i would give them mine <sighs> mm, i got a soft spot in my heart a lot of people in my life are, are capricorns but we move on stages of aquarius 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 the cupbearer, the eagle, and the angel. So cupbearer. The first step of their lives is when they feel alienated from others because of their true self. So, oh my gosh. I, I just got really excited because I'm Aquarius rising. Um, Aquarius, ruled by Uranus, the planet of upheaval, of rebellion. Don't stick to the status quo. I don't want to do what the fuck y'all do. I don't fucking like y'all like that, to be honest. Like, it's like <laughs> no, but for real. Um, Aquarius will buy Uranus, planet of upheaval, rebellion, and something else. Um, they don't want, they don't like mundane shit. They don't like to do what everybody else is doing. If you know Aquarius, they're probably like, like out there or just like I mean they are full of life of course we're all full of life but they don't want to do what everybody else is that they could have a stubborn mentality in that way like they don't want they don't like confines they don't like to be confined they don't like to be it's just all right I'm a, let me just read it because I'm getting a little too excited based off experience the cup bearer the first step of their lives is when they feel alienated from others because of their true self like I just want to be me authentically right that's it that's all hence they become eccentric trying to communicate their differences in a plain sad and boring world right but doing this oh my god doing it it didn't set you apart from everybody you then probably feel lonely right the cupbearer is dragged on mount olympus stranger to all however once the aquarius accepts the world becomes the symbol of zeus okay i don't know what they're trying to say with that so once they accept the world okay they they accept the world and then they become the symbol of zeus okay you gotta know what the symbol of zeus is before i guess it's the eagle because the next stage is eagle but okay i want to do my own after I do some more studying, like do my own article because I don't really care too much about i mean for how these are written i like I'm grateful for it. Let me say that. Always grateful, never settle. But there's always like room for improvement. So, yeah. But again, um, the cupbearer is the first stage for Aquarius. And they usually feel like super isolated, super alienated because they are 
they feel like they are unique. They feel like they're so eccentric. They feel like they bring so much love and so much light and so much uh, uniqueness and creativity to this world. And this world is just so boring. Like, yeah, so here I am bringing life, air sign energy, big air sign energy. I'm creative. I hate it here. Um, we talked about that with Gemini. It's like you just out here just with all this brilliant. Your head is so full. Uh, air signs are um lend themselves to the mind like I'm just full of ideas and just full of creativity and I just don't like that this world is so mundane and it's just so boring so yeah the next stage is the ego stage so at this point of their lives they need to experience the whole world hence they want to travel everywhere see more feel more understand more as this is noble Yet also, at some point, impossible. They might feel lonely and separated from all. A lonely eagle flying high. We had the same concept with Scorpio. Same concept with Scorpio. Scorpio went from, you know, just moving around on the world, like, just passion with this intense passion and innovation, whatever. They had an experience where... Things didn't go in their favor, and then they like, all right, I'm just gonna be an eagle. I get, I get a better perspective up here. I feel I have like, you know, more access to more things here, but this lonely up here by myself. So, this is when they need to realize that they cannot feel the same way others do, because they are indeed an angel, and which is the last stage. Some of them realize their true angelic nature and embrace it. These are the enlightened creatures who walk among us, shedding light in the darkest places of earth. Healers, helpers, divine instruments. They are both successful and truly happy having found their rightful place on earth. So you got an angelic message. You supposed to be out here doing something like greater, like that transcends all this bullshit. So maybe air signs are more about transcendence and teaching us how to transcend. I don't know. Our worldly fucking nature, our lower natures. But yeah, those are the three stages for Aquarius. Pisces, we went over Pisces in the first episode. If you didn't hear Pisces, then you need to tap into the first episode. (laughs) Pisces three uh, stages are the fish, darkness, and ocean. Tap into the first episode if you want those. But I'm done. My voice is starting to crack. <laughs> I went through all of the zodiacs. There were some interruptions, but it's cool. We made it do what it do. The next episode will most likely be about compatibility with the zodiacs. I really want, I'm talking, I'm being selfish. I don't give a fuck because I'm using this platform to manifest as well. So I'm talking about Pisces, compatibility with Pisces. All right. If y'all, if y'all want to tap in and see if y'all can compa- compatible with me, <laughs> let me stop playing. I'm serious though. I'm not playing. I'm dead serious. <laughs> All right. I'm playing too much. I love y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the This Goddess Close podcast. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for your listening ear. I'm so grateful that my messages and my my um, my guest messages were able to vibrate in your soul and provide you with that love, that energetic love that you absolutely need. This is Reiki through the motherfucking airways. We healing people with this. I'm healing people with my voice, y'all. This is beautiful. So again, tune in with us every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and get some love. Allow someone to pour into you with with the authenticity, real, raw, and uncut. We ain't holding no motherfucking punches, okay? If you wanted a podcast where motherfuckers is prim and proper and they just talking about like basic shit, they ain't getting underneath the surface, go somewhere else. But if you like this real raw uncut authentic getting loved up on for being exactly who you are holistically then stay here and see us again on the next episode i love you and i'll talk to you soon